Welcome everybody to Breaking the Rules, Band of Pompons, with your host, Amber Casto, and my co-host. Hello everybody. It's, this is Nick Casto. How's everybody doing? <laughs> um, definitely excited to deliver to you guys the recap on reunion number one. Because it was insane. Like absolutely madhouse. Crazy. Kids in the background going crazy. Um, I'll start with a couple of headlines. I'm going to stick to it being very short. I want to first apologize to you guys. Yeah, we've been super busy. This no, week. no. On the recap no. for a finale that got cut off by four minutes. So you missed the conversation with Sheena and Tom. Yeah. We actually did it. We didn't realize that we'd hit the 90-minute mark. So we, like, finished it. And then when I went to to hit the save, mm-hmm. it wouldn't let me save. And it made me cut. So I cut off the end just to make it easy because we were late delivering. So I wanted to get it uploaded. But I wanted to formally apologize because that was our bad. We will keep an eye on the clock. We are going to try and keep this podcast under an hour today for this recap. <laughs> But it was insane. Insane. I got a pre-game for um, On Patrol Live tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. On We love On Patrol Live. So that's one show that we watch pretty faithfully. We used to watch Live PD. Yeah. It's formerly known as Live yeah. PD. So our big revelations. Um, I... Everybody's trying to guess about the revelation that's going to be on Reunion Episode 3. Mm-hmm. I did give mine on our TikTok page. So if you haven't checked out the TikTok page, please do that. There's a lot happening there. I try and um, keep a <clears throat> close eye on it in the evening time. Mm-hmm. I do have my daughter helping me sometimes in the daytime whenever I'm working. And there's lots of stuff coming in and out of there. There's probably about 2,500 followers, and it's yeah. it's a pretty good audience to have conversations about theories and, and whatnot. Um, the, the name of our TikTok is... Um, I have it written down here. Uh, Breaking the Rules underscore Vander P. Check it out. So, I think it's Breaking the Rules VPR Podcast. I think I changed the actual, like, name name of it. So, it does say podcast on it. But my revelation is I thought production knew. I'm actually starting to lean more toward your revelation now. (laughs) So, do you want to share with them what your revelation was? Three-way. So, Nick thinks that... They had a three-way on some good mushrooms or ecstasy (laughs) while they were partying one night. And it would explain how they were easily silencing Tom Schwartz. Because he usually caves. Mm -hmm. He does usually cave and, like, confess to some of the girls. Now, I will say he used to have a major connection to the girls because of Katie. Mm -hmm. But he did used to cave and and tell some things. So... I guess those are our two theories. Like, mine is that not that Lisa knew, but that in confessional, she told a producer and somebody knew that something was going on beyond what they had shown the cameras. My thing is they asked him if they'd been physical on camera. They never asked her that on camera. And so that strikes me as super odd that they never ask her that on camera because you know they ask her. Yeah. And you know she had some crazy cotton candy no brain is their answer it's almost it's almost like hard to watch sometimes (laughs) okay the other thing is that um tom's shows are selling out like what is going on you guys stop buying tickets if you're buying tickets because you want to go laugh at him like the joke is not on him anymore the joke is on you like he's cashing in on this and Although it is keeping him away from home, and Ariana's friends are reporting that it is easier for her with him mm-hmm. away, like, I just, 
I think it's super stupid because it's not enjoyable, his show. I mean, if you enjoy it, then I guess that is all you. But if you're going to just make fun of him, don't. Please don't. (laughs) Uh, The best thing I saw was where OPI canceled all of their white nail polishes. And then created new ones that are like called... um, They're called something like Tom Can't Buy Me. Yeah. And Tom goes crazy telling off this Glamour magazine editor because she did a piece about his white nail polish. (laughs) Like, do you not have better things? Like, working on you is not being offended by somebody doing a a white nail polish piece on you. Yeah. I don't know. He's just letting everything get to him. Um, Pittsburgh called him out. (laughs) When he went to a show there, he apparently was on a Southwest flight, which this makes me laugh. He's not raking in lots of money or he wouldn't be on a Southwest flight. So he was on a Southwest flight with his phone strategically placed so everybody could see that he was talking to Raquel. Mm. And he's like, I got to go to fucking Pittsburgh. (laughs) And officials found out and they're like, listen, buddy, why don't you work on yourself? (laughs) Leave Pittsburgh out of this shit. Work on you. Apparently, though, she's getting her phone for 30 minutes a day. Oh. And she started going on outings, and one of her outings, she bought a postcard full of lightning bolts and sent it to Tom's house. Oh, boy. Guess who got the postcard? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I don't know. Just crazy. So, are you guys ready to dive in? Pre-game. Pre-game. So, (laughs) I guess the the best thing, uh, a worm and a snake went into a fire pit. Yeah. One came out? I don't know. I mean, I guess you could say one came out because (laughs) she disappeared after that. So, one came out, like, strategically narcissistically playing America with his band. (laughs) Um, so Andy sat down for one-on-ones with Ariana, Rachel and Tom. This happened the day before the actual reunion took place. So this is the day before. And, um, the first one it pans to is him and Tom and Andy asks him if he's okay. And mm-hmm. he does. He says, yeah, I'm okay. How are you doing? He's like, I'm okay. He kind of feels like you're the most hated uh, the most hated man on TV right now. And he, he kind of is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, in, in the women demographic that I live in, he definitely is. 100%. Oh, no. I can't open my FYP. I mean, but I guess my FYP is designed around that. But I know a lot of other people who are saying they can't even open their FYP without seeing it. So I yeah. I can say he's definitely gunning if he already isn't. Um, and this kind of like flips back and forth between him talking to the three of them one-on-one before we dive into everybody arriving at the yeah. reunion. So the next scene was Andy and Ariana, Mm -hmm. and he asked her the same question, you know, how are you doing? She does tell him that she's better now than what she was weeks ago. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, she explained to Lisa she'd been dry heaving whenever she visited her on the finale. So she definitely was in a pretty bad place. Um, What is she wearing in this interview, you ask? Pantyhose. Like, it looks like pantyhose. Tin foil and pantyhose. Tin foil and pantyhose. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this outfit, Ariana. I love you, but not a fan of this outfit. She looked gorgeous. Like, the hair, the yeah. makeup, like, phenomenal. I just didn't care for the, the dress. Um, she definitely was pretty poised and together. She does tell him that they're still living together, and I can't even imagine. <laughs> Yeah. It yeah, seems like so a really bad idea. I'll be like, I'll go get a hotel. 
I'm sure that they have friends. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure his friend pool dwindled after this took place, but I'm sure they have friends that would help out. You're right. Yeah. He could go stay with Tom. Tom is definitely. But I don't know. I'm kind of He's hearing kind through of the grapevine. I'm kind of hearing through the grapevine that Tom is not eagerly um, accepting all that he did. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think I was a little bit too far away from the mic. Sorry. Um, the next one is Andy and Rachel. Mm-hmm. She tells him that she's preparing for the worst, but hoping for the best. <laughs> what exactly is your best? Right. Super curious what your best actually is. And is Charlie was on uh, Vile Files with mm-hmm. Nick Vile. Mm-hmm. And she said that she, it really struck me when she said this, that she really believes the two of them thought at the end of this they were going to be like the Brad and Angelina of VPR. <laughs> Is that not the dumbest thing you've ever heard of? The Brad and Angelina of VPR. Does, do they realize that nobody liked Brad and Angelina? <laughs> no one. No, nope. Everybody complained. Everybody still wants Jennifer Anderson and Brad Pitt back together. We still want that shit. Uh... It does pan to a little thing and it says, you know, it's like talking about what each of them had the opportunity to do in their one-on-ones. And it says, for Rachel, this was an opportunity for her to come clean about how it really all happened. Mm -hmm. And this to me struck me as odd when I was doing my recap. I had already done my revelation video. But when they say more on that later, dot, 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 dot. To me you're going to reveal something as a part of that statement. So maybe how this actually happened could be, and this is what made me start thinking that I agree with his revelation. (laughs) Excuse me. Because I think that that may have been how it all happened. Like how they went that far Mm -hmm. after everything that transpired. Yeah. Um, Andy and Ariana are back together and mm-hmm. she he asked her if Rachel had reached out to her and she told him that it took her a whole <laughs> 48 hours. <clears throat> Man, my throat is awful today. I do apologize. Took her a whole 48 hours to reach out <laughs> and she basically said, I don't know what to say right now besides I really fucked up and I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, she, Ariana had first said, you're dead to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what she said back 48 hours later. And Ariana said back, shut the fuck up, you fucking rat. And she blocked her. Boo. You blocked. <laughs> fucking blocked. Uh, <clears throat> then it switches back to Tom talking to Andy. And he asks him when he started having feelings for Rachel. Mm-hmm. This to me was a really telling piece because he actually said the beginning of 2022. It did. That's a long time. That is a long time. Like a long time. Long. So that struck me super, super odd. He's actually admitting that. He's saying he didn't act on those feelings until August. But he started looking at her in that light mm-hmm. for a, over a year before Ariana knew. Yeah. Right in front of their face. There is rumors that the Coachella rumor Mm -hmm. that was spilled in um, the extended version of the finale where they talk about the hot tub at Coachella in in 2022, 2022. where Tom was in with Rachel after Ariana went to bed and told her that they were in an open relationship. So... We don't know how true that is because that is hearsay. It is somebody saying that Rachel told them that. I don't like people who come out afterward and Mm -hmm. say these things 
Where were you when everyone wondered whether there was something happening? Why are you coming forward now? That always seems fishy to me. Yeah, it does. So I'm not sure if I believe it or not, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely crazy. And Charlie saying that women, she heard rumors women signed NDAs to sleep with him. Which is absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. But he tells him that, you know, they were at the Mondrian for uh, after guys night. And then the see you next Tuesday after that. Everybody went out afterward and they ended up breaking off Mm -hmm. into their own group. And that's the night it happened. Yep. Uh... When he pans back to Ariana, he asks her, you know, how were you not suspicious? Right. Like, there was a lot of stuff going on around you. Like, were you ever suspicious? And she says no. no. And he, my thing is how. I. To me, I'm not even right. a jealous person. You yeah. know this. But I would have definitely picked up on things. She's like a little puppy dog that wants to follow you. <laughs> and so when I notice, would notice her following my husband instead of me, right. it would definitely cross me as extremely odd as a friend. But maybe that's how they were like trying to use Schwartz as the excuse. It, which so, is absolutely you know I mean? disgusting. Like, yeah. that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, she does tell him that you know, she says you, she says she wasn't suspicious at all, but here's my thing. She did ask him to see her, she did ask him to see his phone and go through it sometimes. Mm-hmm. She admitted that on Watch What Happens Live. So there is a little bit of suspicion there. I'm not asking you to look through your phone. Heck no. Like. For no reason. I, you, it, right? <laughs> so that makes me think you did have suspicion, mm-hmm. but, and that's where I have a lot of trouble. And you guys, I got railed railed on our TikTok because I gave an honest opinion as a podcast host, I have to look at every angle. And there are times in this reunion when I believe she is lying. She is not my favorite cast member. So for me, I'm trying to come in as just an honest viewer and looking at it with body language and the way that you blink and move your eyes and look at people, the tone of your voice. Um, I try and study up what those meant when I was in nursing school, when I got my master's. <laughs> um, it, I think it's gotten more apparent working as deep in executive leadership. But it definitely, like, you can tell when somebody's feeling a certain way. And mm-hmm. she's lying sometimes, guys. So neither narrative is true. Right. Neither one is true. And no one can believe every word that's coming out of her mouth. She lied with him admittedly so Mm -hmm. um she blames him for saying he coached her and um i think there was a bit of both coaching yes i mean i think he definitely coached what he wanted his agenda and that's all he cared about that was his coaching right for for that it was always a lot for him Mm -hmm. not so much for her I can say that I think that they hid a lot of their relationship problems. Everybody railed me because they were like, they did, though. They talked about their sex life and they talked about this. I completely get that. But we never saw them really fight about it. It was always like this, well, you know, this is what I really want. And you thought at the end of that conversation there was movement towards something better because you never saw anything other than that and you know if there wasn't movement towards something better there was a fight later that's all i'm saying guys i'm not saying i'm a tom believer i'm saying that they are both not telling the truth if she'll lie with him she'll lie on him yeah it's just my belief right and i am open to everybody's beliefs that's the thing I'm not saying that I'm 100% right. I know I'm probably not 100% right, but I definitely felt... I could be wrong. I felt their their pact is cracking. Mm -hmm. Like, it's unraveling on stage. And and that kind of stuff I like to see, that's good reality TV. Yeah. I can barely hear you. 
Really? Yes. And I know if I can barely hear you, they can't hear you at all. Sorry. <laughs> you just, I think sometimes, you guys, he's such a shy guy. He whispers <laughs> instead of just, like, talking. Like he's in a room full of people. Because that's kind of how I talk. Like I'm in a room full of people doing yeah. a presentation. So I'm, like, projecting my voice. And so then I'm super loud and he's super low. We're, like, opposite attract. <clears throat> But, um, she honestly said as a loyal partner, um, she didn't really have any reason not to trust him to the point of, of extremes. (laughs) So, and that I understand, you know, Andy asked Tom if they were together during the glamping trip. He definitely told him no, that during that time they had taken a break. Right. Which I'm not really sure what that actually means if you were still looking at each other and thinking about each other naked and fucking it ain't over there wasn't there's no break i wonder what they considered the break (laughs) there was no there was ladge in the badge and that's all (laughs) um he does tell him that they picked back up at the life is beautiful festival which was september 2022 Uh And Andy, so August and September, only a month. Yeah, yeah. Only a month. They couldn't couldn't keep their hands off of each other for a month. Yeah. Andy mentions, were you together at BravoCon? And he says yes. Yes. And what does he talk about? Being at that concert. Yes. Tom's concert during BravoCon that was in New York City. And he said, you know, I'm down there in the front row. And it shows Andy's picture. And he's like, I'm with Rachel and Ariana. And you're up there on stage singing. And you're looking down singing. And you see the both of them. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Both of them are, like, standing up. Like, worshiping. Goo-goo-eyed. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Worshiping what? (laughs) What? It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I'm so stupid. So he he asked him, he was like, you know, did it get you off? The way he answered this question? No. God, no. So, so lying, you guys. Covered his face. Anytime you use your hands to cover your face, you're not telling the truth. And you're covering real emotion with fake emotion. Right. Yeah. Remember that, guys somebody's looking at you and they start crying and cover their face like smack them uh ariana you know he says he really doesn't understand how she missed it Mm -hmm. she does tell him she looking back more so with him than her she should have seen it because with him, she expected it because men are trash. <laughs> she tells Andy no offense, but Andy's like, "What? What does he tell her?" Oh gosh, I, you know, I didn't really understand what he said. He said he he said he co-signed on it. Yeah, he was like, "I that, co okay. I co-signed that statement." So just basically saying, "Ditto, I agree." Yeah. Um. She said, you know, I trust my girlfriends more than I would trust that. You know, when you have somebody that's, she mentioned it, it ingratiated in your life so much, you don't expect that of them. Yeah. Like, you don't expect them to turn into your worst nightmare. No doubt. So, the next was Tom, and he did ask him, you know, how exactly did it come to this? Mm -hmm. He tells him exactly what I said, you guys. They kept their relationship pretty private. They had a lot of issues. He felt like he was her gay BFF. Yeah. You said it, not us, Tom. (laughs) Um, I would agree. I would absolutely call you that. Uh, They put on a front for the show and in a lot of group settings and she says he's doing this to save face like he's just throwing shit on the wall until something sticks (laughs) um 
he does it does pan to him show telling production that they should be telling more to production they're not sharing enough here's the thing though tom if you had said that three seasons ago when you guys were doing this stupid pack together three seasons ago it would have been different yeah when you're doing it five years into doing it and you're only doing it to make yourself your relationship look bad so that you can look better in the default of it Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean jack shit (laughs) like you're like backpedaling any good you could ever do you just backpedal it and ruin it i don't get it i feel like he has no there's no moral compass there whatsoever no and i'm not i'm not sure i've ever met someone who lacks the ingredients as a human being more than those two yeah like the way they just sit and have a conversation just literally baffles me you guys it baffles me and these are the conversations they were having like in bed after they were having sex which makes me just cringe to think about it's it's just dumb Ariana, you know, she felt like she does share everything. She tells Andy she doesn't think that. He's framing that in a different light. Um, He coached me the same way he's coaching her. She said, I forget who was interviewed and said that they heard her. Um, She heard him coaching her all night long from the guest room the night before the reunion. So he was on the phone with her all night long coaching her, which is not surprising. She's a pageant girl. She probably was willing and accepted that coaching because she has no idea what she's doing. Zero idea. I can't think of my own (laughs) tongue. She really can't. And it's just... She said she's definitely gone from anger to indifference quite quite quickly. Yeah. Um, but they they got to get their lives right. <laughs> so, you know, they got to make sure they get everything right. Tom is very scared and nervous about mm-hmm. seeing everyone after everything has broke. And it kind of quickly pans to the group together. Uh, Ariana hot AF like that outfit yeah that was if I walked in to confront you after you cheated on me and that you probably want to kill yourself yeah man like no doubt you would want to kill yourself um but Ariana and Sheena come in first um well no sorry Tom Schwartz comes in first comes in with the selfie and he actually comes over to Andy, and Andy's like, were you silent or silenced? Think about it. And what does he tell him? Both. Yeah. Both. He was both. And that I do believe, 100%. He's telling the truth there. Yes. He, he, uh, Tom d- comes in very last. <laughs> James's heart's pounding. Ariana says he looks like shit. <laughs> and here we go, guys. They talk yeah. about Rachel being in the trailer a uh, hundred yards away. <laughs> so she can't be anywhere near Sheena. And it, they dive right into things. Uh, you know, he usually goes around and says hey to everybody and introduce, you know, like says, hey, Ariana, how are you? Ariana definitely tells him that she got a great night's sleep. She is usually nervous for reunions, and she wasn't nervous before. And that's the thing, like, why was she ever nervous for reunions? Right. She never had anything great big going on that she needed to... Maybe she had stuff hiding. ...to lie about for him. Like, that's the thing, like... That was stressful. It's it's super stressful. Yeah. Why would you do that? To make your relationship look good. It's the only thing I can think of. It's a brand. we got to make our brand look yeah. so great. We're working on our brand. <laughs> G asks James, um, he says to Tom, this is the first time he's ever not sat next to Katie at a reunion, yeah. and James is like... He didn't even think about that. 
And Lala just loses it the same way that I would have. Sitting by him would be a total fucking blast. Yeah. He is probably my new favorite person. Yeah, he is. By the way, I'm wearing my Born Fucking Cool sweatshirt. I get so many compliments when I wear this sweatshirt, even from teenagers. (laughs) And we definitely watched this reunion wearing our uh, Worm with a Mustache t-shirt. Thanks, James. See you next Tuesday. Nice shirts and love the sweatshirt. So I'm going to keep just getting one little piece of merchandise here and there. (laughs) I would love to do a merchandise giveaway. So you guys hit the Breaking the Rules uh, VPR podcast TikTok page. And we've given away a coloring book that was Scandaball related. And VPR coloring book. And so I'd I'd kind of like to do maybe a something about her merch. Yeah. So uh, let us know what you guys think would be uh, best. So message me on TikTok and and let me know. If they ain't sold out. No doubt. <laughs> uh, so they kind of uh, he asks James, "Are you the number one guy in the group now?" And oh, James goes, "Well." Uh, if I'm competing with Schwartz and the clown there, I really don't have anything to work with, which was hilarious. They kind of dive right into Scandaball. They give an overview. Andy asks Tom if he wants to say anything, and all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Tom starts this ridiculous <laughs> rant. It's almost like a... I don't even know how to describe it, you guys, like, in words. So, he, like, he's, like, oh, oh, it's, like, grunt talks where he was, like, starting to apologize, but he was, like, fake crying. It was, like, acting almost. It was shitty acting. (laughs) Like, D or F acting at best. But immediately when he starts, James rips him. (laughs) Oh, oh. Rips him a new <laughs> asshole. Ariana's like, what the fuck? James is like, this is not the Oscars. This is not the Get Oscars. Your shit together, man. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> like, Lala's like, shut it up. Get rid of the crocodile tears. Yeah, like, pussy. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of goes crazy. Um, she he says that you know he kind of like backs it up and he's like she didn't deserve what happened and ariana stops him and i'm pretty sure there's merch around this at this point (laughs) and she says nothing happened you did it yep and she's not wrong nope not wrong at all it didn't just happen like he acts like his dick just landed in her vagina like that's not how it works tom (laughs) You didn't just toss in the uh, air. Like, Tornado didn't just toss you in the air and your dick landed in her vagina. That's not how this goes. <laughs> so, we definitely understand that there was far more to it than that. And James, and, you know, he goes, I'm sorry for doing the one thing that I promised you I wouldn't do. And I did it in the worst way possible. Meaning, with her best friend. James goes, that didn't hit for me. (laughs) It was like one of my favorite parts of the whole reunion episode. (laughs) But that didn't hit for me. (laughs) Lala's like, I didn't even listen. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't even listening. I wasn't even listening. Um, Ariana definitely, she says, you know... He's continued to victim blame her throughout the majority of any conversations that have taken place with their friends, with any, you know, producers, with anything she'd seen. Because at this point, they've seen the the whole thing, you know. I mean, they're sitting down and recapping the whole season. So they know exactly everything that was done in that Scandaball episode. And so she got to see them Mm -hmm. on camera together, like, hugging and... I don't know. It was... It was pretty bad. She said that, you know, they started with their go-betweens, and at first he was, like, so narcissistic and egotistical that even through his faults, he couldn't swallow his pride and just communicate with the go-betweens. He was making it extremely hard for her to cohabitate with him in that house. Of course. 
And it's that's just narcissist behavior. Lala immediately mentions that, you know, you couldn't get... She says, you know, this is Randall in 10 years. Like... It, that's he's, who he is. Future Randy. He'll never be. He'll never even be C-list movie producer. Yeah. Like I don't even think he'd ever make it that far in the world. But I do believe that he'll. He would try. Mm-hmm. At that age to do oh, those yeah. things, without a doubt, he would try. And she says, you know, when the shit hit the fan with her and Randall, he never. He would never leave the house. You know, before he would never be home. And then after that, he would never leave. Of course. And she said, you know, Tom is a dangerous person and Lisa steps in. Yeah. The internet literally murdered her for this. You can't step in and take up for a narcissist. That's not a dangerous person. That's, I think she was like, that's a dangerous accusation you're throwing around there. Yeah. Which is (laughs) ridiculous. Because it's not... That's dangerous to your mental health. And if you think that's not capable of making people come to a place where they could unalive themselves, then... Right. Like, you can't even go home and relax. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's not okay. And there is in no way, shape, or form I would in any way want anyone to unalive themselves. It's why I look at this whole scenario with the view of the 360, where I'm looking at everybody's view, because... I do see where they should not have been together. Now, yeah. is that Ariana's fault? Hell fucking no, yeah. that's not Ariana's fault. It's 50% her fault and yeah. 50% his fault it's that they good, stayed yeah. together through the problems that they know. Like, whether or not she wants to admit it, as a woman, honey, understand, if you're not having sex for months on end, he will go somewhere yeah. else. Like, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm not saying that because you should have to give it up. I'm saying that to be cognizant in a relationship that if that person, if you're communicating with them like you should, Mm -hmm. you understand how important that is to them. Yes. And then you work on the problem that makes that not important for you with them. Right. Because you should be making the things that are important to them and their happiness, yeah. you too. Because to me, it's about making them happy. You and I have this conversation all the time. Like, yeah. I always want to do things that put you on the side of happiness. And so we have communication a lot yeah. about where we sit in our happiness and what we need to get there. Yeah. It just is conversations you should be having between yourself and your yeah, partner. And absolutely. if you're not, you're not helping. And sorry, our... Our kitty cat is, like, right beside of the thing. So when she jumped up, the bell went off. So <laughs> if you guys heard her, you definitely. She's, like, when she jumps. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Andy asks um, Tom. Tom, you know, he tells her that he, she wants it says Tom tells her if she wants to judge all he tells Lala if she wants to judge she'll have to get in the back of the line (laughs) talking about he's a dangerous person yeah and I mean at least he's acknowledging there's a long line because there is a (laughs) long line just a little bit um he it definitely it's quality it's quality time to Ariana. It's constantly what she says. So yeah. that's the communication piece that he missed and he lacked mm-hmm. on. They both lacked delivering the most important thing to their partner. They did. Because those are the two things that are most important yeah. to each of them. They so were, they were just looking. Now, is that a reason for somebody to step out? No. no. Is it a symptom? Yes, it is. So, you know, proactively work on yourself because we tend at times like she did this she went from that bad relationship and jumped into a relationship with tom that she swore was about newness that they were so sexual at first it was just the newness that it was like that but that's the thing if you're like that with the newness then if you're jumping into this new relationship with this new guy 10 days after you and tom break up after a 10-year relationship you are setting yourself up for the same type of behavior yeah unless you're you're focusing on that piece that makes you at a place and maybe she did. And that's why they were more intimate in January. Like 
As the army said. But that's the thing. These are the things we don't know. And should we know every last damn thing about them? Fuck no, I'm not saying that, you guys. Please don't murder me. Like, I just want to understand. I don't want you to go from, we're this perfect couple, to, I've been having an affair for for a year, and I'm her gay BFF, and we never have sex, and this sucks. Because you just bought a home together. You have this brand together. Like... You're freezing eggs, like your storyline was you're freezing eggs and creating embryos. Like to me, it just, it seems really, really off from the place you were whenever even Ariana is saying that on Valentine's Day, they came home and fought so bad she felt like they had broken up that night. So just these things, and that's two weeks before she found out. Two weeks before the phone fell out of the pocket. But, you know, Tom, it was Andy that's like, was it the quality time for you? Was it the, you know, all of these different things? And she's like, no, it was him fucking other people. But it was four years of no quality time for you, Ariana, and no sex for him. So that recipe led up to what actually transpired. Disaster. It led up to his turn of... It led up to him losing his mojo. He's yeah. so fucking dumb. I lost my mojo, And I'm not baby. taking, not in any way taking Tom's <laughs> side. No way taking his side. Hated Tom since day one, guys. Really did not yeah. care a whole lot. I didn't hate Ariana, but I didn't care really a whole lot for Ariana because they were a package deal. And they rode or died for each other so hard that it made it really hard for me when the scandal hit is when I really opened my eyes and got to see a different side of her. The only part that I really liked about her was the inclusion and niceness to everybody because you know I have that. Yeah. You know I'm super strong with gravitating toward people that are left out or like pulling people in and under my wing. So I don't think I would have pulled that girl in though. <laughs> I'm just saying. She's the devil. Andy he says to Tom you know that he said their connection dissipated and Ariana said yeah you know we did have these conversations over the years Yeah, could happen we did and you know she gets really angry and says that intimacy issues do not uh, vindicate his actions they do not Ariana that is not what I am saying either But they are a symptom of what led to him stepping out of the relationship with you. And it's a symptom to what led to him not being happy in the current situation. Right. So if you're not alert and recognizing your partner's happiness, you have to take some accountability there in understanding your partner too. Just ignoring their wants. And needs. Yeah. 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 I mean, I get that. Because even... I have a season six clip. I think I've talked about it on this podcast before where she talks about, no, he's not finger banging her. No, he's not touching her. She, he's not touching her vagina and she's not giving him blowjobs and they're not doing anything. Yeah. Like if you aren't doing anything, then you aren't caring about your partner's happiness. Right. Okay. That's no fun. So you're like, that's no fun. <laughs> I like me BJ's. <laughs> Um, but it, it doesn't negate. It doesn't negate anything, but it does explain why there was such a change in the way you knew him. Yeah. For a short period of time into what he become became in the relationship with you, which was, uh, he led a double life. Yeah, he did. He had a closet double life mm-hmm. as a narcissist cheater. For real. I think we should name his alter ego. <laughs> You guys should write me in and let me know. Um, send me emails. Yeah. Go on the TikTok. Send me messages. We want like a Marvel. <laughs> we <laughs> like we definitely need uh, an alter ego name for Tom. So drop it. I'll actually grab this and throw it on the podcast. We need an alter ego name for Tom whenever he's being a narcissist, cheater, stupid fuck. Yeah. Um, Andy asks if anybody in the group 
knew they had issues. And Schwartz says yes, but he's the only one that says it. Mm-hmm. Sheena immediately says that for five months of Katie and Lala telling, you know, or Lala telling her what her and Katie believed was mm-hmm. going on, yeah. she finally started seeing some things herself and sat Ariana down. Ariana said it was super, like, sweet and was awesome. Are we good on time? Will you check time, know. please? We are at the 45 minutes. Okay. I just want to make sure, guys. It did. So she talks about how, you know, she approached her and it was really in a sweet manner that she told her everything and she told her that she trusted him and she trusted her and she didn't believe anything was going on. And it's really sad that she continued to feel that way. It just makes it more awful. Mm-hmm. to feel and see on screen and you know it, she says that Ariana told her that in January their relationship had really taken a turn for the work or for the better that they were way more intimate and as soon as Sheena says that and everybody's nodding their heads mm-hmm. it pans to Raquel in the trailer and she looks so confused <laughs> So confused because he didn't tell you he was still sleeping with her, did yeah. he? And you really believed? Like, and here's the thing. Like, she said that it had been months, sometimes almost a year, they would go without being intimate. Oof. But they'd been super intimate that January. Yeah. That's, that's strange. I just... I mean, if... I guess it would make sense that... And I get you, Ariana, where you're saying that, you know, you have to be near me for me to be intimate with you. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're out partying every single night of the week and you don't come home until 2 or 3 in the morning drunk, I don't want to have sex with you. No doubt. So, when are we having sex if you're (laughs) never home? And so, that part I totally get. Yeah. But I think there was a point in time that got them there. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure it was always like that. And I think Ariana explained she would... Go out with them. Mm-hmm. Do mushrooms with them. Hang out with them. Sorry, I had to take a drink. Um, Andy does ask him why he didn't tell her. Mm-hmm. The moment he started sleeping with Rachel, why did you not tell her? James really wants to know the answer to this question, yeah. but he goes off. Like, gets so angry and gets up out of his chair. He's screaming at him. He's like, do you know who I am? I want to know the answer to this question. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. He felt like they were brothers. Um, Tom starts taking us back 10 years, bitching about him fucking Kristen with his condoms in his bed. <laughs> Dude, James screams, I was 21 years yeah. old. He was 21 years old. He was a kid yeah. when he entered this scene. I think he's grown quite a bit. Is he childish? 100%. Do we love every second of it? No. Hell yeah, we do. We do? I love James's childish shit. I'm talking about James. James? All the time? Not all the time. Yeah. Not all the time. But I'm I'm here for it. He's my comic relief. This season, he's great. Yeah. And I think I'll appreciate a little bit more from seasons eight and nine. Mm Mm-hmm. When we recap those, now that I've seen him now. Yeah. And I know who he really is. You know, she definitely, like, Rachel gets mad because she wants to hear him answer that question. And she wants him to shut up so that, you know, she can hear that. But he actually has to exit the stage. He knocks Andy's cards out of his hand. Um, I felt bad for Andy during this whole reunion episode. Um, Andy tells him to stay in his fucking chair. And as soon as he says that, James is like, pussy bitch. (laughs) Um, He honestly, he says, Tom's like, that's his, everybody, James, he's a dog and that's his fire hydrant. Nobody else can touch the fire hydrant because he pissed on it. Lala explains to Tom that bringing back shit from Kristen 10 years ago is not where we are. And he's like, but you guys are bringing back my old shit because you still act the same. Yeah. 
10 years later and we can replay the reunion episode like you didn't you didn't do enough research yourself you should have stopped partying for one week to do enough research stop taking drugs for one week tom sandoval so that you understand that you don't repeat the same script you did 10 years ago because that shit's still on peacock for people to live stream and they did and they put you side by side saying that she wasn't sleeping with yeah. you and same, we weren't spending time together her and i feel same like it's exact words. it's just it's a scapegoat for him yeah. i really do think it's a scapegoat for him but i think it's also a pattern mm-hmm. like when it starts going a little bit downhill he checks out yeah. and is already sleeping with somebody else and checked out of the relationship enough that that person is now lacking what they need to be happy yeah it's just crazy the uh, James comes back and he's like, Tweedle Dick. <laughs> and he calls Tom an ugly fuck. But Andy's like, Did you just call me an ugly fuck? And he's like, No, man. What is he telling? You're handsome. You're, you're handsome. You're he's handsome, the ugly man. fuck. <laughs> um, it definitely. Um, he said that Tom said that he was scared to tell her because of the fight that they had had where he says she was going to unalive herself, which she denies. I don't really think I believe that if she did say it, it was probably in a moment of complete hurt mm-hmm. and frustration. I think we all say things yeah. in that moment that we may not mean sometimes. So I think if she did say it, she didn't mean it. Yeah. Um, I do think she meant that she would leave the show and be out. And I think it would have taken her a bit to get to a place of comfortability on the show after him. Mm -hmm. But I think she would have stayed when it came down to it. Um, He does, he does say that there was a therapist had worked with him and they had planned on telling the Tuesday after schedule. It was scheduled the Tuesday after she found out. So she found out that Wednesday it was supposed to happen that next Tuesday. So convenient that it was uh, then, huh? Yeah. yeah. Right then. <laughs> and so sure, sure. It, he, he definitely a fucking coward. Yeah. Like the definition of coward should have his picture in it. <laughs> Andy asked Schwartz when he knew. And. He starts in July and in August. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that, you know, th- that he had confided in Rachel about the things that he had told Schwartz. You know, not not being sexually satisfied, not spending time together and feeling distant, whatever he was complaining about. And then... Because that's something you should talk about with a female. With your, <laughs> with your girlfriend's best yeah. friend. It's just a single girlfriend's best friend. Like, it's just seriously inappropriate. Um, But he does tell him that he knew about the one-night stand in August. He thought it had stopped and completely stopped, and he didn't find out it picked back up until January. Mm. And, you know, Katie calls him out on that and says she thinks he's lying. And Andy asks about the Doughboys scene with the Doughboys truck. You guys, we were so fucking right. Yeah. When we analyzed that shit, we were so fucking right. So... It, he asked if he was talking about Tom whenever he said that Rachel had a crush on somebody else and he said yeah subconsciously he was that was not subconsciously yeah. subconsciously is you know but you don't know you knew you didn't know but you didn't know you knew and you knew they were spending he said and un, I forget what he called it they spent an, un, un, an alarming amount of time together yeah. <laughs> an alarming amount of time together and, and that's, that, now that's, Sheena wants, Sheena only has one question. Uh-huh. Did you know when we went glamping? And he said, yes. Mm-hmm. And that means when he made that statement, yep. Rachel has a type, <laughs> somebody who's taken. He was like, that's He's sick. Schwartz, at that point, you are starting to become Sandoval. Yeah. Like you're starting to talk like him. You're starting to act like him. It's time to break away. When you're starting to inhabit his be his behaviors, because yeah, he's he is a douchebag. Yeah. Um. It does. Ariana is is pissed. Um. That you know he, he 
he let her keep supporting him through all of that. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that they all think that it was kind of a smoke screen. They deny it, but I think it was a smoke oh, screen. I think 100. Rachel and Tom Sandoval made sure that they had Schwartz under their thumb. Mm-hmm. Really crazy because Tom's supposed to be a smart guy and he didn't see that coming a mile away. He'd do anything to protect Tom. Andy mentions that Lala talked about a lot in her Instagram lives about the similarities between him and Kristen, and they're uncanny. Um, Andy speaks to Miami girl, saying it wasn't... um, If it wasn't a bad relationship, then how did it start off with cheating? Right. And that's kind of pretty telling. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's like... Two days in, and you guys, she swears they were not committed at that point. Yeah, so Re- what, like Re- what didn't really happen. Rewatch the episodes. <laughs> they were absolutely committed, and not only that, but she rode and died for him and went against the other castmates, made them look stupid, crazy, let us think Kristen was crazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't like that, that that's the narrative you spun in your own favor Yeah. to make somebody else a liar. I don't like that because that means you're capable of it. Regardless of who you're doing it against, you're capable of it. Uh, I will say that um, Andy talks about, you know, they kind of do a little bit of a flip where Andy starts talking about other things that happened in the season with everybody breaking up because there wasn't just, you know. Three. Yeah, it's like, well, things come in threes. We yeah, know this. Yeah. Death and bad news always comes in threes. Uh, but Sheena does tell Andy that um, Katie deserves better. And Tom Schwartz takes offense to that. He's like, better than me? And she's like, yeah, she does deserve better than you. Uh, Katie... He mentions, he starts talking to Katie about the friend rule. You guys know how we feel about the friend rule. It was a legitimate request of an ex. And if you're going to go jumping into a friendship with an ex-husband or an ex-long relationship, you have to have some boundaries set. And that was her way of setting boundaries. And he agreed to it and then reneged. Like, you can't do that. You can't take that back. That's just not okay. There is, um, they talk about the seed in the hot tub at Coachella. Yeah. Crazy. The, um, Andy talks about them being a whole group of cheaters. (laughs) Um, Katie's the only one that really isn't, honestly. Uh, but Katie doesn't want to be friends with him without boundaries. So, um, and Lala agrees that that has to take place. For sure. James screaming and talking about his relationship with Allie. Basically, I wrote down, James explains he's Allie's bitch. <laughs> he was like, she tells me what socks to put on, and I put them on, and I take off, and I like to do it. It's what I've I like to do. That. I've noticed yeah, she does tell him what to do. Yeah. I think he does good in that sense, though. Yeah, some people need that. Um, Andy asks Tom about Joe, and Katie pipes in really quick and says that you can absolutely, like, says she's a creep, and Tom says if you keep talking about her in the comments, you're going to get a cease and desist. Yeah. Which I thought was quite interesting. He says that that's not his girlfriend to Andy. He says that it was platonic and turned into something else. And then it went back to platonic. Um, She's not living with him anymore. Apparently what I found out from one of the podcasts is that she was only really living there for like a week. Uh, Like 10 days until her apartment got ready. Okay. So it wasn't as bad as what we really thought. Of course. Uh, But... He definitely uh, asks about double dates with Schwartz and Joe. Schwartz denies it, but the whole room erupts about Mm. Big Bear and that trip to Big Bear. And, you know, I've already told you guys this. Kristen said on her podcast that they got a filming. She accidentally got a filming release. Yeah. 
for Joe, Rachel, Tom, and Tom in Big Bear. So somebody knew they were there. Yeah. And somebody wanted to film something or get pictures from something. Mm -hmm. So something happened there. And he says, no, they did not. He actually gets really offended here that everybody's jumping on him. And he says, Tom, take up for me. Come on. And Sandoval won't say a fucking word. <laughs> James starts screaming that um, she doesn't even like snowboarding. And Lala's like, yeah, because she was up there liking Sandoval's dick. Oh. She probably was. Not going to lie. She was but... skiing with the poles. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I totally get what you're throwing okay. down there. Totally get the gauntlet yeah. you're throwing down. <laughs> Andy talks to the Toms about shorts and Sandy's and how they opened. They didn't open until November 2nd. I knew it was November sometime, you guys. Um, took forever. They went through three chefs. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, Andy asks why they didn't just go for less food instead of, like, doing that much. Mm. And Lala even compliments the food. And Schwartz seems happy about that. Uh, yeah. But Lisa said, you know, that she gave them back five... You, and it's so funny because she's like, I gave them 5% yeah. interest inside of Tom Tom in general. And Andy laughed at that. He's like, 5%, Lisa? Mm. Like, what? what is that? And she's like, hey, that was a lot. And I gave them back 50 grand the day they opened Schwartz and yeah. Sandy's a piece. A piece. Because they needed money so bad. Yeah. So I think she's a pretty good business partner. Yeah. Um, he does ask Tom Sandoval if he paid his mom back. And he says, no, but she's okay. Yeah. I'll pay her back eventually. You know, that's her retirement. And you're my age. And, I mean, my mom was only 29 when she had me. So... I mean, and my mom is retired. Mm -hmm. Your mom's retired. Yeah. So I'm not really sure why you think she doesn't need her retirement money, but I'm pretty sure she needs her retirement money. Give it back, Tom. <laughs> Pay the money back. It's her money, and she wants it now. But Andy kind of asks them, was it worth it? You know? Yeah. He they says, really get an answer. well, he's the thing. He's like, I don't know how to answer that. And Lisa yeah. goes, get off the fence that's up your ass and answer it. That's what you, <laughs> that's what you do. And I've never heard a more true statement about Tom Schwartz. Get off the fence that's up your ass. <laughs> he actually said that all of them told Katie she was being glib because Katie was like, you're not curing cancer, buddy. You're yeah. opening a fucking bar, <laughs> man. Which was kind of funny. It was kind of glib, but it was still funny. Yeah, Schwartz. it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, and Tom Sandoval answers that question and says the challenge was worth it. He's such a fucking douchebag. <laughs> he is. Anyway, Andy starts talking to the girls about the something about her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they tell him that they're going to hope to open it at the end of May. I think they're shooting for the end of June or beginning of July. It looks amazing in there. Mm -hmm. The cutest little, like, almost looks like a London sandwich shop. Yeah. So freaking quaint and cute. And he says, you know, they said they get to open earlier because they weren't going to open till fall. But the public went nuts when the scandal hit and wanted to be able to help them. So they started selling merch. Guess how much money they made? $200,000. 200 So awesome. Yeah. I love it. The look on the guy's face when they said that. Yeah. It was like somebody punched them right in the dick. Someone fed them cow shit right there. Man. Yep. <laughs> Got punched in the dick. <laughs> but white dog turd. Uh, the Lala and Sheena kind of talk about how they came together over the kiddos. Yeah. And, you know... Tom, or Andy asks Katie if that interfered with her relationship with Lala and Tom Schwartz jumps in and throws her under the fucking bus like <laughs> she's not even with you yeah. why do you need to spill her fucking secrets Amen. here note to self Katie don't tell that fucking douchebag anything yeah. he's gonna throw you under the bus to make himself look better anytime he can and so, you know, she talks about how, you know, him doing the podcast and mm -hmm. she felt like that really didn't help. But she did feel, feel like 
the loyalties, if she would have done, been the same way if Lala would have been fighting with Sheena and she would have had a loyalty sh- to Sheena that Lala would not have felt the same. Yeah. And I, it's probably a little right. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did, Sheena said, or Katie said that she felt like Sheena took a side when she did the podcast yeah. with Schwartz and she said aside when we didn't want anybody to take sides, we didn't even want there to be sides. Right. That, that was such a really raw statement from Katie. I felt like that was super raw and emotion mm-hmm. from her that we don't usually see. And she said, you know, my, my greatest friends sometimes don't know when I'm struggling. Right. And that's you. Yeah. He doesn't like to share when he's struggling. <laughs> So, um, Sheena cries about the awful bullying, maybe. She talks about how she was duped by Rachel into believing what she was seeing. I think there's some truth to that, but I think that Sheena was just so willing to blame Katie. I mean, she didn't just blame her for little things. She blamed her for everything. Yeah. All season long. hatred for each other is just... It does. It runs deep. Yeah. So, Katie did say she needed to see changes. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's a true statement. I think there's definitely some things that I'll see in a different light when we're recapping season one coming in. Yeah. So, absolutely. Um, but, I mean, that's... Tom. I think Tom said that Lala and them fart Mozart <laughs> as we were closing out the episode yeah fart mozart so definitely glad to be here with you guys again and we'll be uploading reunion episode two uh this weekend so make sure you tune in thanks so much for joining (laughs) us everybody bye